with the boys and have a chat. And then it was like, and then maybe people will listen. And I was always confident there was people out there listen because I was engaging with them through these various platforms. Yeah. And there are always like these different approaches to it. And I was like, just want to be kind of like, you know, have an opportunity. Then we obviously went off and off, off the back of the Robbie episode and then sort of connecting with Robbie and then going down for the, for the Sydney trip and then sort of meeting, meet, essentially meeting people, which is like surreal, honestly, surreal. Um, yeah. And then, and it's like, and that's just the beginning. I thought I was saying in the, in the vlog and I was saying it to, to people I was chatting to, it was like, we should have, we didn't think about it. We could have got more footage of everyone together, you know, like when we, yeah, met, yeah. we, we like just weren't thinking of it because we're in the moment. I was just like, yeah, this is great. You know, like, like just, I was happy to chat, you know, just happy to chat about this stuff with, with listeners and that people actually listen and that people like, I mean, that shit still just was like, what? Um, and that they're kind of mm. getting a sense of, you know, we, we just said we wanted to be a podcast where it was a conversation that they felt like they were sitting in on, you know? Mm. And now with the discord, they can be part of that conversation and they can help drive the direction of the show because we get feedback from it. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Or that's interesting that that's that view. And so we can be a bit of a voice for that discourse as well. So I think that that's a really cool relationship that's being built with the, with the stiffies out there, you know, and it's been really, I just think it's been, yeah. I, what a great I, addition. I, yeah, it is. But it, it's a thing yeah. where I knew that during that, that run, um, during the pandemic, if it wasn't for the communities that I was able to engage with through pro wrestling it would have been it was it was a very isolated time so it's really i really valued that and so i was very keen on when we started back up to really be focusing on building connections and building relationships with all the people that listen to try to craft this thing as not just a show that we do but a show that everyone has some part in and the fact that people are actually feels a part of they feel a part of it and not only that they now are a part of it and they're actively a part of it like that's to me it's like and finding different ways to become part of it you know and just organically not through anything other than just i would i've got a running tally i'm putting a really tally maybe i'll i'll line them up for teams it's like yeah that is beyond what we expected it's going to save me a shit ton of work like it, it just saved me heaps of time this afternoon like i am eternally yeah. grateful um and it's so great i don't know how the listeners will fit and i hope some of them have gone across and watched it but uh, man well, good job on the um on the vlog i'm just gonna fucking talk us up but, <laughs> but someone's one, gotta do it one, one of my favorite bits was like the walk back from tamashi where we're oh, yeah. <laughs> navigating yeah. the fence <laughs> <laughs> this fence is do you like the uh i went like the shot reverse shot of like yeah the... yeah i did i love that yeah. good yeah. yeah i'm 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 still to this day 100% glad that I decided not to dislocate my shoulders. It wouldn't have been your shoulders, mate. It would have been your ankles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it would have been my shoulders. I would have gone ass over end and I would have gone shoulder first into the cement. It was slippery as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. And it was a little, it was like, it was, it was literally over the drain and it was like yeah. nine inches wide. Yeah. And it's going to go in there and yeah, there goes your ankle. Yeah. And I, I remember maneuvering the the, the trolley uh, over yeah. and then trying. And then I'm like, no, no, no. Then I realized the people had maneuvered the trolley over there because it was easier. <laughs> and But those gigantic um, barbs sticking up uh, would have been 
uh, some sweet nighttime. I showed Loz and uh, she's like, what's going on here? I'm like, oh, this was a 15 minute audio. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't, you don't the, capture the it fully. It was uh, probably yeah. much longer than that. Yeah. And I, I was like, you know, I just, I let the audience uh, understand that both you and I were got over the thing. I didn't want to need to, we didn't need to <laughs> explore that. Um, I then, my my favorite part is your walk off red. It's so hilarious to me. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like this, uh, this like walk of shame of just you turn like, up, up, and you just sort of like, up. no, that's not a walk of shame. That's a walk of uh, sanity. That's a walk of sanity. I, re- yeah. I realized that this was not going to work, uh, and I, I like both my shoulders up. And I love, um, I love the chat about the Scotch egg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you said I don't even like scotch eggs, and then you then went on to say I don't even know what a scotch egg is, which is <laughs> so you're very judgmental about this food before you yeah, try yeah. it. No, but it's uh, an, all the nice all the nice people in the grocery store that didn't want to talk. Yeah. And you didn't know what it was. I had to go on a Google Maps mission to figure out where that place was. Yeah, you did well, Josh. You uh, named yeah. everyone and everywhere we went, every yeah. pub. You did really well. Every pub yeah. we went to. Yeah. yeah. Which was which was a challenge. Again, I had to be like, is that the place? I was like trying to remember. <laughs> it was a real test. I, I had no idea because I'm I've I've never seen myself walk from behind, but that I walk like a gorilla or like I don't know how I walk like yeah, no, but I mean like I, I just I never realized how I walk from behind. You had like inverted Nito knees. You went like in yeah, I know. <laughs> when I was really drunk, yeah. when I was blasted that night. Yeah, my I was like bow legged. It's like, yeah. I love the closing shot of you and the car. And it's like, oh, I thought it was gonna get towed, and then the, you hear the fucking parking chick in the background. That was the same awesome. chick that helped us, yeah. Yeah. And um she's like, oh it was awesome. And little uh i got the boom gate was broken on the way back out right but what worked out great was they didn't charge me oh rad yeah so i was like perfect red i know there are moments during this podcast where for for whatever reason and it's always justified that you need to have little breaks and you're not there and that sort of thing but the camera loves you my friend yeah and the that, star you were the, star, the star of the vlog and mm. I love every moment of it because I'm glad that people, the ones that watch, and uh, if you haven't seen, please go check it out. And it's on YouTube now. What's it called yeah, again? WeWorks Diff, Do Tamashi yep. in Japan. Yeah. Um, and you'll get an insight into the wonder that is the personality of Red. Yeah. <laughs> it's just brilliant, man. I smile every time. Uh, I no, I think my favourite part of the entire vlog was like, the downtime like you know when we're in the taxis uh in the hotel like i think they were my favorite parts of it all because that was honestly besides from the wrestling and being invited and robbie giving me a t-shirt um was my favorite part of the entire thing just that that's nice just hanging out yeah because yeah. we don't yeah. do it just so everyone knows who's listening we don't catch up yeah, we fucking hate each other yeah, it's amazing <laughs> Just when you thought we were done, it's time for fun. That's right, because it is hot and we are underneath this glorious sun. This little boy, he has a toy. And my Lord, that toy is his best friend. What's that toy? It's wrestling. Japanese. <laughs>
particularly. Welcome to the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We are wrapping up what is going to be a glorious episode yet again. Another classic. <laughs> wrapping up, are we? Yep. We're wrapping it up. Always practice safe podcasting. Yeah. So jump into your car, have a happy lunch. Hope you're having a lovely bath, a lovely day. And just like Grace, just help old people. <laughs> My name is the Ravishing Red Brood. And as always, I am joined by Mumble Bob, the token wimp himself, Dr. Wow, Red. Rudin. I've been announced. Mm. Yeah. Lovely. Hi, everyone. And over yonder. <laughs> <laughs> and over yonder. Having a ponder, making the magic happen financially and editing wise. He <laughs> is the chocolate mouse himself, Dr. Julius. <laughs> wow. That's really going to help everyone understand who I am. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that, Red. Yeah, I was trying to explain to someone this, just today. Actually, I was explaining to uh, my, my brand new member of the Red Dojo, my own young stiffy, that uh, you're an indigenous guy with a German name. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's a, you want to explain the history of this country? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Tag League, offic Tag League officially started, um, we had had one show before last week's episode. This is the real sort of start where we've had enough uh, nights. We've had a lot of nights. Let's be let's be real. It's been a lot of tag league wrestling on this past week, um, where we can actually begin sort of doing the the traditional draft recap style uh, show, where it's it's a good simple format, where we sort of rely upon our format as opposed to sort of questions. We more go into uh, our you know what our sort of what we saw as our most impressive it's typically our most impressive boy but now it's i guess our most impressive boys our sort of people that needed to lift more and sort of our favorite match favorite story really simple structure uh it is a structured episode so it tends to keep us on track um when uh we're talking about it so maybe before we start maybe just first impressions on the tag league thus far it's been great uh so far i had to go back during the week to sort of recapture things and um i i kind of made the mistake of going back and watching certain tags of mine that I, i'd kind of forgotten their matches a bit um but yeah so far it's been it's so far it's been a lot of fun we've had some really really good matches we've had some so-so matches we've had some really funny spots really really funny spots and some really cool dynamics and chemistry building between different competitors that i wasn't expecting um the juniors have been heaps of fun yeah they've been in lots of like all the matchups and uh yeah sort of uh the different team dynamics have been fun to watch loving loving lindy and alex zane Mm. Uh, they yeah just high energy um they've probably been my favorite nights yeah I'm um, with you. over uh, over the two but i but i have enjoyed the heavies as well uh, some matchups i have i've really enjoyed watching not that they're my team or anything but i've really enjoyed watching more of aussie open yeah and 
um, and sort of seeing the TMDK team. Yeah, so just, I think just probably just enjoying more so guys that I haven't seen, which tends to be me with tournaments. Mm -hmm. I like, I like just discovering new stuff. So yeah, it's been great for that because there are a bunch of new teams. So that would be my just general overall take. It's fresh. It feels fresh. Yeah. It's a very uncommon experience during tag league. And lots of teams I would like to see continue sort of beyond mm-hmm. tag yeah. league as well. Tanahashi and Yano, uh, that whole bebop thing. <laughs> fucking love it. Absolutely <laughs> love what they're doing. This in after um New Japan X and this, I mean, we're seeing Tanahashi evolve into a new version of himself, and I am loving it 100 percent this Yano Tanahashi tag team, I am, I did not know this was the tag team I needed. I know they were a tag last year, but I had no idea this was the tag that I needed the most. Well, Red, that is, that's kind of a scorching hot take in a lot of respects. <laughs> 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 Uh, it's like okay, um, but I can see how it appeals to your sensibilities, Red. Like yeah. I'm a I'm a Yano fan. I love Yano, and I like I like seeing Tana just fuck around a bit, and do some shit, and hang out with Yano. And yeah, it's, I mean, you can kind of tell he's um he's like in a bulking phase, and then yeah. he'll get ready to shred for Wrestle Kingdom. Yes, yeah. he's, as he's enjoying finishes. himself. Yeah, he's just. Yeah. He's not doing anything and <laughs> just like messing around. Yeah, yeah basically. Well, um, it's the, the fact Tana did a low blow. I mean, in what, in the space of a month, I've seen Tana slap a woman and then punch some nuts. <laughs> so, a sneaky fucking heel. I told you. I know, that's what I mean. I'm like, <laughs> this is, I had no idea. I'm like, and I love it. And like the whole aesthetic they have of the Cowboy Bebop thing going on, like, you know, I really genuinely like this tag team. That's, I know we have our, our points we'll get to, but that's, you know, organically um, for me, that's just been one of the high points of the whole tag league for me is Yano and Tanahashi. What about you, Josh? Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, there's two things I've really enjoyed. I've really liked, um, obviously with uh, the Discord uh, at the WeWork oh, yeah. Discord, yes. the watch-alongs have been a lot yeah. of fun. Haven't and, they been great? Yeah, they have. And yeah. um as I sort of mentioned to you in the past, you know, I had been on discord servers during the pandemic talking new Japan pro wrestling. And it's, and it's a way to really like, we're all, you know, as new Japan fans, we're all alone together. You know what I mean? Like it's this thing of like, we're all uh, around the world watching this thing, but being able to connect and talk through as it's happening. It's just a fun, uh, really fun hangs. And I think if people are up watching um, tag league that if they listen to this show, then yeah, jump into the discord and, yeah, and join please. us for the, um, for the watch longs. They're, they're awesome. Um, it's so much fun. I had no idea. I've never actually been part of a big group chat community. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. and it's, been, it's like yeah, the, the the nights that I've been able to do it. It's been sick. It's been so much fun to chat, and something happens, and it's like you know, it's like everyone reacting. It's been really, really yeah. cool. I like you know, I kind of think I just discovered technology. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like everyone has a joke here and there, and then the things get built on, and then yeah. I mean, they're the stiffies. Uh, that's the whole thing now. Like that's yeah, a, yeah, it's, yeah. it's become a thing. The <laughs> listeners have donned themselves. A strange the extension of us. It's just very weird, but very yeah. fun and wholesome. Yeah, it's great to see the stiffies grow. So we want to see that happen um, more and more. <laughs> um, so that's that's definitely been a, a, a big highlight in this first week, um, and just seeing the numbers grow each um, 
sort of watch along, you know, it sort of started and it sort of built and it's really been cool. Um, but I'm with you. The Super Junior Tag League has been a breath of fresh air and has really, um, it's been exciting. It's felt, it's the most that it's felt like uh, New Japan of the old days where it's just like they're trying a bunch of shit. They're just a bunch of random teams that get chucked together and they're trying a bunch of shit. And seeing the the growth of certain wrestlers and seeing people get over, it's similar to, to you know, similar to juniors, best super juniors, but this year at least we've had a couple of cheering shows and that has mm. helped as well. I think, um, granted, the Discord does help on the nights when it's Japanese commentary and there's no cheering. That, you know, having the Discord there does help because everyone's sort of talking around it. So you're not just sitting there watching with sort of a, a muted atmosphere. You've got people to engage with. But when it's a cheering crowd, it certainly changes the dynamic and, and makes it feel like we're we're really close to coming out the other side of this pandemic era. So I, I've really been um, high on that. And the, the, the heavyweight tags have been fine. Uh, I've enjoyed a couple of those teams, a couple of those matches. I'm really the same sort of thing, fresh dynamic, a couple of fresh dynamic. They're, they're the ones I'm really interested in. And I'm like you, Aussie Open have been a, have been a definite um, watch. I just think they've, their stuff's been so diverse and they're just really showing mm. why they, um, I think, may be the best tag team uh, in the world. I think they're, they're showing that diversity that other tag teams at uh, the very top, the very tippy top teams have and um, yep. they're getting a chance to do it. So yeah, that'd be my takeaway. It's just, it's been a fun start to the tournament. Yeah. Okay, so now, would we like to do our first checking in on the, the scorecards here? Nope, we're, we're good. To be fair to you, Red, to be fair to you, to be fair to you, you have a heavyweight heavy team and there has been one less heavyweight show than the rest. So to be fair to you, uh, you're missing. You're 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 batting at a disadvantage here for for tonight. It's been one extra super juniors, and they have um, heavies. Uh, with that said, uh, would we like to go now? These this this uh, standing system is it's now it's been officially christened. Again, we talk about the Discord. Shaq in the Discord, who has gone above and beyond. Yeah, yeah. In doing this stuff, you're like, oh, it'd be nice to have some listeners. I didn't really think much about like the potential for a community to be built around it mm. and um the discord i'm like oh, oh this is like another thing that this this thing can be mm. and that's surprised me and i'm like ah oh, that's um that's really cool and he's you know he's like oh yeah I've got got all your stats and stuff up and your team stats and that like, dude, you're a fucking legend. <laughs> like, okay, awesome. Yeah. I like it that you like us enough to want to do that shit. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you, and I'm yeah. and I'm glad, Josh. You had to explain my whole numbers thing to him. I did. I did. <laughs> doing um, great stuff. Yeah. He's doing awesome stuff. So these are these are Shaq's stiff standings, um, and we each week uh, Shaq compiles. The scores of tag league and he's our chris samsa so uh we're very happy to have him uh 
it's it's stiff boy status now. Dead set, stiff boy status. <laughs> um, uh, evidently, we understand you aren't great with numbers, Red, and uh, the numbers tell us that. So, <laughs> starting, <laughs> I, I am never ever drafting. <laughs> no, look, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You're, um, I was surprised. I was surprised by these, but nonetheless, uh, coming in uh, at third place on Shaq's stiff standings uh, is Red's team, and uh, for the final week. Uh, that has yeah you'll you'll make a late charge you always do you're like the Naito you just like yeah undersell it undersell it and then run home at late uh, with 18 points 18 points red uh, thus far my team can now drink that's <laughs> great <laughs> they may need to uh, judging by this uh, how we're standing here coming in at uh, second is Josh's team my team uh, with 28 points 28 points and uh, setting the pace. Uh, in holding the pressured position atop Shaq's stiff standings, Dave's <laughs> team with 32 points, uh, who has gotten off to a flyer with the Super Juniors in particular. He is basically yeah. all the top teams in the Super Junior Tag League are Dave's teams. <laughs> um, so, yes. Yeah, a few, uh, few teams I was surprised with like getting like a bunch of wins. So that's good to see good to see yeah. there's a bit of diversity um yeah the hot start i didn't expect but yeah well especially from the, the hot nuts the nut sauce they yeah they... yeah that's the team that's the one team i was like oh they probably won't win that much but yeah they got a bunch of wins early yeah they're like four and one i actually can't stop calling them hot sauce in the dick um, hole you're gonna send that to big fudge <laughs> while you're at it yeah, yeah, I'll send that one to you. Yeah, you're part of a tag team in New Japan. Yeah. Um, okay, so we know where we're standing. Yeah, yeah, yes, um, Josh, Josh. We know where we're standing. Thank you very much. I, I'm very competitive, and the draft is still real to me. <laughs> I'm very competitive. Well, some of your choices on draft day are somewhat questionable. Then. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I mean. I'll never make that mistake again. <laughs> again and i i'll just just you wait till we get to the questions josh is going to ask because i have some i have some uh some stern words to say it is funny because on draft day you're very much like oh, i'm picking i'm picking to to watch these guys you know i mm-hmm. just want to really want to watch these guys and then as soon as it starts the competitive yeah. edge comes out in red and he's like fuck <laughs> why'd i pick these bastards what are i thinking <laughs> all these young boys what's going on yeah. To be yeah. fair, Red, I they've been. I mean, I just from an outside they've awesome. observer, they've been awesome. Yeah. Some of the best, some of the highlights. I think the highlight. I think your team, other than Aussie, Aussie Open, which you know, but I do think you've got one of the most. For me, the highlight of of uh, the heavyweight tag is in your your crew. Yano and Tana. Uh, no, no, not them. Um, we'll we'll get to what I think of my team. Okay, so that's most- fine. That's fine. Um, but if you don't talk about them, I'll find a way to fit them in. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I have a feeling that uh, I'll try and do it, but then I'll get horribly wrong and it won't be the team you're referring to. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's start. Let's start the uh, process here with uh, our most impressive boys. So who have been the team of your teams that you have that have impressed you the most. Who would like to go first, Ray? Would you like to go first? Yes, me. Uh, okay. I'm going to go straight off Kush Knight. Um, Kush Knight really have 
Kush Knight. They're my team. I'll call them what I want. Okay. okay. Hey, <laughs> night time's the right time. Endorsed by the man himself. So let's just let's be real. Um, you know, Tana and Yano really have blown me away with how much fun <laughs> all of their matches have been. But it's just, it's just more the fact that Kush Knight to me, I because I'm such a big fan of Kushida. I, mm-hmm. I really am. And yep. Knew very little about um, Mr. Knight. So, and it's really cool to see him now go from a young boy to now evolving into a man. So, yeah, that was crazy. He graduated. I know, during the tournament. During I've never the seen tournament. that before. When has that ever happened? I don't think it ever has. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, the, the, they have really, from everyone that I've drafted, uh, you know, because there's a lot of guys, brand new guys in this whole league right now that are really cool. Mm-hmm. But seeing a young boy with Kushida, and just their matches have been great. But then again, the whole junior tag league division has been fantastic. Like, you know, in the heavies, there have been some matches where you're just like, yeah. But the juniors, every single match is an absolute banger. We, we knew it would be that way. But I just feel that with Kush Knight, they have uh, a definable characteristic about themselves already, which is so unique for a brand new tag team. Like, you watch a team like TMDK or, you know, like the Android, uh, you know, a, a kid and his Android, for example. Uh, a kid and his Android is the, is the classic example of, a, of, of relatively new guys to the scene, similar to Knight. But it's such a great pairing for Knight to do a Kushida because you can see just how good Kushida actually is. You know what I mean? And I kind of forgot how good Kushida is. Like, that's kind of like why I've been loving watching these matches. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. I am a gigantic fan of this guy. Like, yes. And I can't wait for his heel turn. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah. So for me personally, it, it's been Kush night. They, they have completely blown me away. Everyone they've gone up against has been banger after banger. Um, the moves that are going down, the pacing of the matches, uh, you, you know, I, yeah. Do you agree? Do you agree with my take on, Kevin Knight's drop kick red. I'm, I'm, I'm. I've said it. I've established it. He's got the best drop kick in the business. His drop kick is good. I'll give it that. It's you ever seen any- anyone jump higher? I'm honest. I'm being honest. Have you ever seen anyone jump higher for a drop kick? No, 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 no. You're 100 correct, Josh. It is a, it is a, it is an amazing drop kick off someone's shoulders. It's ridiculous. I, I think what I like about Knight the most is it's his speed and pace and his mm-hmm. maturity. It's his maturity in the ring for a young guy that. I actually can see in his matches because you compare him to other young lions and stuff like that. But yeah, Knight just seems to be a little bit more ahead of the the rest of the school. It's his um, hang time for me that's the most impressive. He just stays, he just sort of floats through the air and stays up longer than anyone. He's yeah. graduated. His name is now the Jet. Yeah. Okay. So he's he he gets up and like. Even like his his corner splashes, like his stinger splashes, he just runs yeah. and jumps off one foot. Yeah. He doesn't jump; he yeah. just goes. Full. Yeah, he is a he's like a teleporter. It's just it's. I I mean I've I you know I've been I've got all of the Kevin Knight stonks. It's been years I've been saying this guy is the guy. Watching him on strong, obviously saw him wrestle a bit in the Pacific Northwest. He can he sees a guy that didn't like he had he was an independent wrestler and he went back in through the dojo. Um, I just think he's gonna be the. I just think he's got. I just, I just see mega star. I just think he's going yeah. to be massive. I think he's got this 
poise about him that, as you said, the sort of maturity. He's got this sort of carries himself a certain way. He's explosive. He moves so interestingly. Um, he's obviously got to do, you know, he's got to work on the promo and that, and that will come. Um, it'll be the it'll be the charisma thing. Yeah, that's what will take him to that next level. But I think what he has, Dave, is he has the understated kind of like um, the cool kind of charisma thing. Like he's not trying to be sort of the flamboyant junior kind of model. He's more the, um, yeah, like the effortlessly cool kind of guy. And that's a hard thing to craft, but I think he's getting there. I think he'll figure it out. Um, and being pair of Kushida gives him that bit of contrast too, because Kushida is such a, you know, like he's the most kind of, I mean, he's a character of epic proportions in terms of his baby face, back to the future, I'm, you know, all that sort of stuff. I do think um, the LA Dojo thing is interesting. As you said, Red, I know I was thinking about the Kushida heel turn at some point, but I feel like maybe there's a bit of an LA Dojo sort of fight team faction thing happening at the moment. And obviously Kushida is a trainer at the Dojo as well now. So it makes me think that maybe there's something going on there where they're going to really build out a whole identity for that crew um, that's very much driven on being having a... Uh, superiority like they have an air of superiority especially if you look at kid and uh well especially gabe kid to be fair like i mean he's just walking down with everyone else beneath him but like that is kind of what la dojo has done is like shibata has taught us how to be the best and we're better than everybody else and i think that's a cool aspect to have and i think that kevin knight can embody that as well as this this guy that's like yeah i'm just better um and he doesn't have to say it he just does it so i'm really high on that team i think they're they're i think they're going to be a team i actually think they're going to be a team that carries on post um tag league i think it's a it's a nice pairing with with kashida especially if kashida has a little subtle movement back towards the sort of coach um model as opposed to being um you know entirely marty mcfly i think it could be an interesting little subtle shift to be more the shooter yeah um, that i know he wants to be so that could work with that idea so yeah, I'm with you. I think they're they're great. I'm just glad that I when you got them out, I said you're gonna this Kevin Knight guy's gonna you watch him long enough, you'll I, I know you'll yeah. you love moves. He just does things that other people just cannot do and he tries things that other people just wouldn't try. Well, I mean that's I, I only took them because I knew you wanted him. And I like Kashida. Yeah, yeah. So that's that was my whole strategy behind there. But I I've been completely blown away. Like I think They've been with all the other super juniors who are amazing in their own right. I genuinely think that Knight is the person who has actually shone out the most for me out of any brand new person I've discovered in this. Knight, oh yeah. And I'll get to the other guys in my team. But Knight definitely has shone more than any brand new guy that I have um seen. Yeah. Yeah, for my most impressive team, I actually had a I actually had a bit of a think about this one in terms of I was a bit caught up because I was like, what? I was trying to split these two things into one. And so I've, I think I figured out the right equation of it. Um, but my most impressive team, and I am so pleasantly surprised, and I was hoping for it, and I am getting it, uh, is Leo. I have loved this pairing for two reasons. One, first reason, uh, Yo has messed around and found a personality. Yep. Um, and that is great. He's it's growing. It's it fits him. You know, it's like a smile here and there. You know, it goes a long way. Um, and secondly, is watching the wholesome nature of Leo Rush 
ingratiate himself to the Japanese audiences and like <laughs> doing his absolute yeah. best to try yeah. to be your hero. Um, and to the extent he's putting it on so thick that you're like, what's going on here, bud? It's like, this is almost too, it's like too baby face that you think, are we going to, are we going to have a term before the end of the tournament? Um, mm. But nevertheless, this team, when it's on paper, I was like talking myself into it. Like, okay, the, the sort of the tortured artists, you know, these two like weirdo sort of, uh, you know, essentially auteurs that are joining together. Will it work? How will it look? And it does, it, sh- it just, it shouldn't, but it just does. They're the most vibey team. When they come out to Leo Rush's song, it is, it is just, it just fits. They just sort of waltz out walking. Leo then gets excited and Yo's just like, you know, it's a vibe. They're a very vibey team. And when you bring that that level of uh, the character of Leo Rush to Yo, it sort of unlocks Yo to be able to be that sort of disaffected youth guy. Like, and he can sort of come into this space and sort of feel like he's getting his mojo back. And that's kind of the nice story that they're telling, which I'm really enjoying, is this sort of sense of Yo's kind of finding a friend that's going to help him rediscover what why he loves pro wrestling and like the story being you know the next matchup is against show and how important that is for yo it's like we're bringing out the 3k for this one we're taking this fucking down and it's like they're doing the hand gestures of 3k but they're tying it to chaos as this idea of like we're not just we're not going to be that but i'm going to call back all of these things it's been a really lovely surprise to see this team who are good they've when they first started their first match which was really you know really good it was um it was like they tried some shit that didn't work and it was like okay this and they've you can already see them adjusting their move set and figuring out how they're going to work together um but i have really enjoyed that team they've been a pleasant surprise and if you want like we're always wanting to see growth and we've seen yo make some subtle movements but it's been a significant propulsion since leo's turned up on the scene um well, I'm actually now a fan of Leo Rush. I wasn't a fan of Leo Rush for a number of years from his uh, stint in WWE to, you know, whatever he's done around the world to his multiple retirements to you know, everything. I, I just haven't really ever connected or, or seen. Yeah, the, the multiple retirements thing is 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 harsh on Leo Rush and everyone brings it up. And it's like he retired once after getting fired from the WWE, um, which I think if I worked for WWE for any length of time, I'd want to quit life. <laughs> I think that would be... I'd be like, that'll yeah. do, that'll do me. Oh, um, that's, I'm not holding that against him. I just no, but it's I'm just making it a point because I, I always find like people make that that that's it, a, a common thing. And the other one was he had a shoulder reconstruction. It, like, yeah, I I just think for me, I, I just never really enjoyed or, or connected with Leo, but I have, I have in this entire tag league, the juniors. I have this entire time. I'm actually like watching his him do his moves and how fast he is and how versatile he is and and how just how quick he is. Yeah, it's unreal and, how quick he is. And, and, and I'm like, holy crap. Like, this guy can go. And just like Leo Rush can go, you said it before, it is so cool to see Yo. It is so cool to see Yo actually smile. It's it's brilliant. It's it's like, remember when um, Yoshihashi won a title and everyone was really happy? I cried. Yes, I remember it. It was, it was a glorious time during the pandemic, right? It was great to be there. Trust Yo, me. Yo smiling during a match and seeming like he has a personality is one of the greatest achievements I've seen in wrestling for years. Well, he, he, the thing is, we know he has a personality. That's the whole point. He's been suppressing it. 
yeah. sad boy yo has been a thing but he's unlocked and leo has opened his heart yeah it lights up a room red it just lights up a room i can't help but feel like leo rush maybe opening up yo's heart only to then stomp on it at some point <laughs> I, I get that vibe too yeah. i get that vibe yeah and uh i mean there's some awkward energy between the two of them which i think is quite endearing at this point like trying to communicate different things to each other and yeah like leo's really sort of shoving himself down the japanese audience's throats um which is quite funny and like <laughs> he looks like a heel but he's far more interesting here than whatever the fuck he was doing in the last time i saw him in aew mm. uh and he, we're actually getting to see him sort of do all of his cool moves and 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 yo actually looks interested which is good um but yeah i i i don't know it's the it's just i just got you don't trust you don't trust baby faces you don't <laughs> don't trust baby yeah. faces no yeah as a a big like as soon like you're not convinced about Tamatonga, who's like the most '80s baby face ever. And you're like, he's fucking up to something. I don't trust him. And it's like, well, um, that's like, it's the history, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. forgiven him. Like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> but I'm happy for them to be a team for a long time, and because I think it's great. And if it yeah. brings, you know, I like fuck, man. Like we said, you know, Yo was so minimalist; he was barely a fucking wrestler. Mm. So this is dragging some sort of personality out of him and like finally something for yo great but doesn't that feel like that. That, that's it's okay to have that for yo because it's like this idea of he sort of it it makes this dynamic work that yo has been such a passive kind of character where he's he hasn't been energetic he hasn't been engaged and so when leo comes onto the scene and he's able to engage yo into that level of some level of development it almost elevates leo by extension it's like oh what is he he's getting yeah. yo to do why something. is he bringing this out yeah, yeah. and so all well, this team yeah, they, there must be a dynamic here between these guys that's that's captivated and it's for the first time it unlocked a thinking in my head where it was like yo was heartbroken by show he was mm. heartbroken to the point he couldn't love again like this yeah. is literally yeah, the yeah. thing and now he is finding a new friend who is yeah. unlocking who's who's effervescent energy in terms of being in japan for the first time and getting on this tour and 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 saying we're going to win it all we're going to do everything we're going to we're going to it's almost unlocked in yo because you got to remember yo and show did everything they won the titles multiple times there was no there was no more you know lands to conquer for yo he had done it and it was like and that wasn't enough for show show had to he's the other thing is show had an equal mental break both of them literally have just diffused one another in terms of they've gone their separate ways and have failed consistently since and it's like they need to find their guy you know their next guy and the strangest thing i think for, for like show is that he looked like he was going to be the definitive singles breakout yeah and then to be in the position that he's in you're like what the fuck but what's um, going on but it's part it's clearly part of the story those that's two part of the story between the two of them new japan said what about if they're both marty <laughs> they said what about we do a story here where we create two marty's and we we see what can happen from this and but it's like by by debasing and lowering them you're building this level of sympathy so that when they show even the minor thing, so it's it's basically freshened them up when they do get the the, the re-go again because they won't have the 3K feel at all. They'll be this completely different thing. Mm -hmm. And 
it feels like it's heading that way for Yo. Yeah, for the first time between the two of them, it actually feels like there's going to be some spice when Doesn't they're it, in right? the ring together. Yeah. You know, like, because yeah. Yo has finally declared that, like it's been a thing of like we're rest. You know who? Like he said to Leo, like you know who's next. It's like it means. And he something. said it in the night. He's like, oh, he's such a difficult man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, it's it's kind of cool to see that that is something that means something to him. So he's willing to open up to Leo again. Don't hurt this poor boy, Leo. Just please, please don't hurt this boy. Like, but you can't trust a man who's literally his his like nickname is the bad child. Leo Rush is like, do we trust? Do we trust this this guy at all? Like, can anyone trust him? Um, but even if it if it happens to Yo, that will be a juicy story. Like Yo gets to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, he gets yeah. to be like apathetic Sting, where he just trusts everyone and keeps getting turned on. Yeah, look, I, I, just I'm grateful that it's something, something mm-hmm. for Yo. Yeah, and uh, and I like and I like I like Leo Rush in New Japan. It's probably where he should have been the last four or five years. And I think he's been trying to. I think it, it's he, he signed yeah. a deal with them almost straight away during the pandemic, and he was wrestling on strong and doing that stuff, and then he just got hurt twice. Mm. And AEW came calling and sort of said, "Oh, you know, come back and do this thing." But again, he's a, he he can be a sports entertainer, like that's his thing. Like he he's got he's sort of got that charisma and he's a good talker, so he gets given those roles. But I do think he just wants to be the the pro wrestler that's like showing how good he is in the ring, and then he's mm. got all the other stuff that can really help. And he's got a history of being able to be the mouthpiece for people. So yeah. him with Yo yeah. is a perfect bearing. It really does work. And they just look, it's sometimes you don't know until you see it. And it's like, you see them and it just works. You're like, oh, that, they, and I was like, it work works. Like, mm. I can't explain it, but Leo is a, is a vibe. And they're having great matches. Yeah. yeah. That, that opening night, we knew from the first night, it was yeah. like, yeah, this is, they're, they're a serious team. And no, that though, it's like, you know, right now, Yo, Yo, Lee, Yo, Leo, they yep. really are like two men of the hour. Yeah, man of the power. There they are. They're the moths. Mm. Two moths. I mean, it's it's it fits red. It fits. We're, we're dragging the moth is dragging yo towards the light. Yeah. Come towards the light, <laughs> yo. All right, Dave. Um, it's a toss up for me. Oh, well, you are you're having a very successful run. Let's be real. Um, this week I'm just gonna go with. I'll probably end up talking about the other team next week potentially mm-hmm. so this week i'm going to go with dane and lindeman oh yes yeah uh, baby and hot nuts it's, it's, they've kind of just done everything i'd hoped and then the bonus won some matches so uh, nice. i enjoy the contrast of the two of them their personalities uh, alex zane is great in japan and you know it's fun. Last night I was trying to what bar both of them. <laughs> so uh, they're strange-looking dudes, and they look strange together. And I'm a fan of that strangeness, and it makes for entertaining wrestling. And there is no way on God's green earth, and he liked it when I tweeted this, that Alex Zane is a fucking junior, <laughs> super massive black hole of a junior uh standing against robbie 
like, yeah. Batman looks like a super heavyweight. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, and he and he got dropped on his head thanks to the fact that he probably should. Tiger Mask is like, I'm not exactly sure I can get this fella up, but I'm going to try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good on your Tiger Mask. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just like it. I just and it's an aesthetic thing, and it's fun. Like the juniors have just been fun, and it's been great to have them as a team to watch. Uh, you know nothing super specific about it it's just been very very enjoyable they bring an energy don't they they a do real, a different type of energy that you're not quite yeah. sure exactly what it is as Lindemann just sort of like strolls out it doesn't look like it should work together <laughs> yeah but it does you know yeah. it, it's like when you have macaroni and cheese uh with mustard it, it doesn't. It shouldn't work, but it does. Does it? That that hot English mustard that nearly came out my nose at your joint when <laughs> yeah. we had the steaks that night. Yeah. <laughs> you spent ten minutes coughing in the kitchen. Yeah, but uh, but no, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Alexander and Lindemann have been once again, as I knew they would be, one of the hardest the entire tournament for me yet again. The, the juniors really are knocking out of the park right now, in my opinion, so far. But. Yeah, they're just a really, really fun tag to watch because they do have this unique energy between the two of them. And you, they're already showing some pretty cool sort of like chemistry within move sets and oh, yeah. what, what they're doing. So I've, I've, you know, outside of my team, I've actually been checking out them probably the most out of any team that's not my team. So yeah, that's definitely saying something. Yeah, I think those rolling, the way they roll into the Germans that Linda, like, it's always like Sally has a strike or something and rolls into, and Lindemann's always there to pick someone up and throw them. It's just a, again, the dynamic is so odd. And the way they come out and, and Zane's got that, like, big, you know, shitty grin where he's, like, always, and he's, like, waving at people. And it's like, and Lindemann's, like, walking out, like, get my glit, got to get, got to get glate over. Always got to get glate yeah. over. Where's Mesh? And, uh, for he's there, the best always... spruker in New Japan. Oh, he's, he's great. Just... Yeah, he's great. He brings the bath towel. It's a, it's a, like it's a it's a flag, but it looks like he's bringing out like like the at the beginning. Of the, it's so he's so small. It looks like he's got the flag that they have at the AFL, like the banner. It's like it looks so gigantic. <laughs> like, he like unveils this thing, and it's a fucking face washer. Yeah, it's like it's a banner. It's a basically a banner when you see it next to him. <laughs> For listeners out there, just watch how many times he makes sure that it's up the right way. It's just my little thing. I always check. I love it. It's always like yep, yep, and he's like. And he goes to the, he gets to the corner. Yep, double check. Okay, good, good, good. Yep, he just doesn't want to look silly by having it upside down. Um, he's great. I think that team is just the best. I, you knew I, I mean, you knew when you drafted him. I was like, I was like, ah, oh, it hurt my soul. Like I was like, not my boys. Oh wait, that's the team. That's the team that hurt you the most. Oh, that one hundred percent. That team hurt me the most. Are you kidding? The, the magical walnut. Are you kidding? Like I could not. I love that boy. He loves him. I love that boy. And he's out there walking around. I just think everything he does is so different. And I've said that for a long time about, about uh, Linda is that he's just like, this is what new Japan can be in the sense that he's a guy that comes in with a very unique style. He's, he's got a very unique charisma. He's promoting another company constantly. And that's his kind of his thing, but it kind of works. And and he's with a guy that I, in all honesty, I was saying it to you when I was watching the Robbie match. I'm like, Alex Zane isn't a junior. Like we know this. And he's, but the, the weird part about it is he's, he's convinced and he's committed to working like a junior. And it can work in certain matches. But when it was against Robbie, it was like, it just looked weird. It was like, mm. I was like, be the base. He has to be the base. But 
the way the dynamic works, it's like Lindemann, <laughs> Lindemann, the little fella. He's like the base. He's like the guy that's yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's oh, the grounded guy. He's yeah. the grounded guy. So it's a, it's a, it just is the oddest combo. It but, is. But it works. And like watching, watching him set him up with the, like doing all the judo work with fucking, like his little Linda's like throwing him over, like, and Alex Zane gets up there and absolutely squashes poor bastards. It's like happened to <laughs> sit under this, like, I, Zane, but here's my big takeaway from that team though, Dave, is Zane is going to be a, he's going to be a very good heavyweight when he gets that, that movement mm. because he's, he's, he's big, but he still can do all this shit. So like when you see that transition eventually happen, which it, it has to, it'll inevitably happen. Um, yeah. He's going to be a, a, a really, an easy, it's going to be the this, this most seamless transition ever. He won't have to do anything to transition to, to heavyweight. Um, so I do think it'll be, it'll be interesting to see when that happens, but yeah, they've been, they've been fun. I've been, and I'm stunned that they've won as much as they have. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I wasn't expecting them to get the, the wins, which makes me think uh, that Zane is signed big time Yeah, because he's got, he's got merch out. He's they're promoting the share of him. Taco Bell's promoting the share of him. Um, and he's always got, um, like, uh, I don't know, some artwork of the two of them doing different stuff and that comes up pretty quick after matches. And yeah. I yeah, feel like I feel like they might be a, some sort of backing there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's a I think well all he had to do was see when he did the best of Virginia's tour and that that lineup for the for the meet and greet. And I think when that happened, remember we saw that photo of like the line going through and it was like mm. They fucking love this guy. And if you're in New Japan and you're seeing the merch flying off the set of the shelf, which was his merch at the time, like he was just selling yeah. his own shit. Now he's got his own official fucking hoodies and the, the sauces everywhere and those fucking towels. I mean, he's yeah. he is a little merch mover. So I think they're how great are they? all the photos of you meeting in that one with Ace Austin in the background photo bombing. Yeah. I fucking love that. <laughs> <laughs> the lurker. Yeah, and that and he continues to push that story, and that's cool. Like he's that'll come that'll come back around at some point. Yeah, yeah, and I think when they're probably both, to be fair, when they're probably both working New Japan, you know, like when it's like a a, a, yeah. a committed story that they go to. But uh, yeah, that's my sort of takeaway. Is this guy is uh um, I think he's he's always a surprise, and I and the other part about it is he's currently a of faction. He's currently a free. He's just a free agent. You know, that's why he's teaming up with the Glate guy in Lindemann he's he's considered an outsider so at some point he's mm. gonna to have to find his his crew so it'll be interesting to see where where he lands chaos probably gave him a little fist bump the other mm-hmm. night too it's mm-hmm. like okay interesting yep some def- definitiveness around uh the factions I'm hoping for in 2023 like where some stuff's shaping up and some stuff's breaking down Yep. So whatever's left, I've, yeah, it'd be interesting to, you know, like chaos, like what's its identity and that sort of stuff. So well, it'd be interesting, Dave. I think we'll probably have that discussion in a little bit later on. Yeah. Okay. And this is a perfect segue for you, Red, to jump in. Uh, who needs to lift? Who needs to? Who needs, <laughs> which which of your boys need to lift? Uh, yeah. So a kid and his android. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's a hot take. That is wow. incredibly hot. Really went into this one going, oh boy, I'll just draft people who I want to watch, um, and who doggy? Um, 
Red, prepare to fight. Prepare to fight. <laughs> um, I will just read from my notes from the match involving Haste and Nichols. Uh, my notes are, this match isn't super grabbing me. Android has a great chop. Not grabbed by either of these teams. I can see Android does robot-like things, but it's not consistent. Uh, his bridging fallaway pin is amazing. I love that. I love a fallaway bridging pin. Um, and also, too, Android has a rich version of MF Doom's mask. Now, uh, I am 100% behind getting more into them. Uh, really, really keen, particularly after, you know, kids, what he's been through and everything. I, I actually learned about the two guys. So I am actually rooting for them, just so you know. But the thing for me was, though, that the uh, Tetsu Naito LIJ match versus Kid, uh, a kid and his Android match, it really stood out the difference between an established group and wrestlers who have been in the industry for a bit longer versus young guys. And that's you're comparing him to Tetsuya Naito. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's, okay. So don't don't hate on me. I'm just saying that out of my entire team that I have right now, um, yeah, they have really underperformed for me. I have felt that. The whole Android thing with what he's doing, I, I feel it's very forced. Um, have not really engaged with them as much as I was hoping to. Like, you have to understand, I drafted these guys based off the fact that I was really keen to watch them. And, and I'm still keen to watch them. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm just trying to come from the perspective of where the question was asked. And and I want to see more. What 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 do you want to see? What do you, what What do they have to show? In particular, do you think? Uh, I'll probably see it in a couple of years. That's the problem. Um, it's just oh, that I, I, I yeah, could not we disagree. Are very stronger. different people, Josh. We are very different people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, 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 right now, I'm just watching them, and I'm like, great, that's good, good, good job, young guys. You, you're doing well. Whereas everyone else, everyone else that I have in my entire roster, uh, outside TMDK, I'm like they're blowing me away, absolutely blowing me away. Like everyone's just like, "Wow, these matches are amazing." TMDK for my roster. Oh yeah, sorry, you have them. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but like I said, um, I, I had to pick a team, man. I had to pick a team for this particular topic, and I'm just saying, thus far, a kid and his android have. Um, they haven't impressed. Is it just because they haven't won any matches? Is that what the is this really what's the story here or what's happening? <laughs> hmm. Potentially. Hmm. <laughs> They're not getting me any points, therefore I do not like them. Yes, I hate these points. <laughs> they suck. They need a lift. Get me more points and I will start to like you. I will like you if you start winning. <laughs> uh, not going to lie. That is a big factor of it. 
<laughs> yeah. I love it, Red. I love it. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant stuff. We we went to video. We went to video just so that you could see the reaction on my face. Because <laughs> I fucking loved that match between them and Naito and Samoa. So did I. I thought he was he was a great cunt. Uh, he was giving shit to Naito doing the thing, like being annoying, Constantly. like hateable in that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, the Android thing is like <laughs> it's kind of weird. I get that. It the yeah. walk very it's, it's a strange thing. I'm not a fan of the mask. The mask doesn't really go with the outfit. No. You know, there's some work there. But that dude is a powerhouse. Holy yeah. fucking moly. Like to actually he to actually get to a, a fallaway slam pin con- like to actually be able to bend your body, hold someone, and move that way, like that is impressive strength. The deadlift gut wrench, overhead yeah. gut. Like, are you kidding? Like, I've never, no one does that. The more impressive thing to me right now is my take has just turned the two of you into moves, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because we're trying to speak your language to try to convince you off of whatever this take is. Because, yeah. no, and I, I'm, I, my takeaway, my takeaway from that team is um, Gabe Kid is ready to go. He's ready to go. Like I, you don't have to wait a couple of years. I'm saying he's ready to go. Like you could put him in right now. He is so different. He is. He reminds me so much of William Regal. It's not funny. It is. He's. He just has this. The his build, the way he moves, the way he wrestles, the arrogance that he carries himself with. That British. Yeah tough i've been through things i i am not scared of you i am he comes out every night talking all manner of shit he's he coming out i when he first started coming out i thought he was singing the song and then i realized no he's not he's talking shit he's walking out constantly talking himself up about how great he's going he has this dynamic that i think is so different and when he went with nido i was like he didn't just do the Naito fist bump thing. He did the Naito double, the triple, the thing that Naito does back to Naito. I was like, Gabe, you have you are an arrogant prick and it is working. You do not fit in this thing. You have, like, I don't know if you have United Empire over you. You have something that you, you're going to go somewhere quick. And I just feel like there's been, if you've noticed in their matches too, there's always been issues where, Cog, where young Coglin is hitting kid by accident. There's always these mess ups. It's intentional. That thing that you're seeing, Red, where you're saying they're not gelling, they're not because they're a new team. It's the story, I think, because the story is kids going to get frustrated by the fact that Coglin, this younger guy that that has to go through, that is, remember, Gabe Kid's a guy that had his whole career, stopped it, went back, went through the system to do this. Whereas Coglin's come through the system from the ground up. He was always the run of the litter. He's grown up to become this sort of Android character. He's not quite figured it out yet. Whereas kid has, and he's confident in his position, but yet it's all, it's still Coglin's intro. It's still Coglin's music. It's still Coglin's VR. It's all Coglin stuff. It's not kid stuff. So we've got this inferiority complex working and I feel like it's going to happen quickly. I feel like kid is going to snap because it's like, you're not pulling your weight, dude. You're not doing the right thing. And I'm taking the falls for it. I'm copying the shit because you're getting in the way. Coglin got pinned in that match too. Yeah. Against, and got to Steenode. Yeah. yeah. Well, so he can say that, well, you know, I was in Naito's grill. I didn't get pinned. You got pinned. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's a, they're, they're heading, I think kids getting a super push. That's my, I've watched this thing from the bit. I'm like, I think this guy's going to get pushed big time because there's certain guys that are returned and yeah, right. I cannot, I literally, I cannot disagree. I have been, I have watched, they have been my favorite team to watch. I fucking loved them. <laughs> I have loved them. And so it's now the time to see if we want to make a trade. Because <laughs> we're going to be like, well, who have you got that's got points? A trade right now, buddy. Anybody who's got points. I have not been impressed whatsoever. I, I just genuinely thought that what they have done has not really been all that impressive. Um, some moves are cool, but it's been left up to who they're tagging with to actually save the match. So, yeah, I don't really think there's much value in what they're doing and send them back to Strong, please, very soon. Oh, wow. wow. Redly, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, yeah. Straight faced and all red. I love it, mate. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, I've got better teams in my <laughs> roster. So, uh, yeah, Dave, would you like to go next? <laughs> uh, look, mine's super easy. Mine's yeah. Super easy. Mine was super easy. <laughs> you have Yano uh, and yeah. Tanahashi. Like, these guys. Are <laughs> Yano and Tanahashi. I'm sorry, but Yano and Tanahashi are the tag team I never knew I needed. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> But Yana and Tanahashi them. are the tag team I did not know. Oh, Red, I'm glad you're speaking. You speak, you're the voice of the voiceless, Red. I, I'm sorry. I'm just saying that they are <laughs> the number one tag team that has blown me away the most. Yeah. Yeah. Other than other than Kush Knight that you've... That the... No, but I, I didn't go Yano and Tanahashi. I had to go Kush Knight because based off the question they won saying, more <laughs> i'm just saying that shack if you're listening please we i want stats on reds uh most impressive and least impressive and what points they are relative to the rest of their team because i have a feeling <laughs> there'll be a correlation i have a feeling uh really stuff um what i mean mine's evil and huge i mean hot have been horrific they haven't won anything but I just, I can't get into that team. I And it's not. You picked the wrong hot team, Dave. Yeah, but I've, I can't, I can barely watch <laughs> show and fucking pick Togo either. That, the hot shtick doesn't do it for me. I don't care if the clouds are clapping or cheering or booing or whatever. That, that it, yeah. It's just not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. Do you so, feel like do you feel like they're about to, something's about to happen because they're, yes. they're just, they're, lo- they're all losing. I think they're. This is this is like what we talked about, you know, weeks ago that Karen sort of um, hmm. really sort of planted the seed in my head. This could be the beginning of like rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. And they may well go through with no wins. Both teams at all. Yeah. Both teams throughout yeah. this tournament. So something if something doesn't happen off the back of that, then holy fucking shit, sack them all. I don't know what to do <laughs> yeah. with them because. Yeah. Fuck me. Like my hands go up in the air. I don't know. It's just it's pretty she's pretty abysmal out there. I don't I don't like it. I I get the placing and I get why, but fuck. You can come up with something more interesting for lower card for fucking heels as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. And I think Especially when it's evil and show in particular, like huge is huge, but yeah, like, so like evil and show, you that's wasted talent, yeah. 
So if there isn't a plan there and this and it comes out off the back of this fucking spiral into the abyss of nothingness, mm. then there's no hope for either of them. Really. <laughs> They're done. They're done. <laughs> They're done. Yeah. Yeah. When Yo yeah. is streaking ahead of show at this point, we're in trouble. Yeah, because Yo is I mean I mean show is great. And I, and I feel like evil has potential. Like, not at the moment, but that's it. Not at the moment. Yeah. But it does feel it is, but that's, it will be the biggest tell of the pandemic era is if the transformation of whatever happens of house of torture, whatever happens with that group feels like it's the, the actual end of the era, (laughs) like wherever they go next, I think is, is going to be really telling. And I feel like, they're going to change up their tactics. I think the idea of they're not going to go, I don't think they're going to go face. I think they're going to go vicious. And I I'm cool with that. I think that's what I'm, that's what I would love that. Even if, if they go vicious at some point and still lose every match, that's, that's a story. You can, but they go like great bash heel. Like they go vicious. Like they're going to bring death match. Do that. Violence. Yeah. It's got to be better than the, Fucking pass that seven out. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's just it's going to be a leader change. It's going to be a leadership change. Yeah, that's my feeling. Someone's going to come in and bring a level of violence and something to this group. <clears throat> that's Kenta. that's, that's who I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Kenta. Yeah, yeah. And I and I wouldn't be surprised if if it's not a breakup of Bullet Club. It's not someone like Ishimori comes across too, and you start you you bring the this level of talent across, and Kenta frames it as like i can save these guys and be this violent group and there was this rumor going around that it was going to be before carl frederick's left there was this talk that it was going to be carl frederick's versus it's going to be la dojo versus house of torture i thought that was an interesting pairing and then i started thinking who could be the head of la dojo who could be the head of house of torture and it's shibata with la dojo kenta with house of torture yeah and i was like now there's your story to go for 2023 as this violent like vicious group which narita has said narita is a member of la dojo remember that as Mm. narita is a guy from that la dojo fight team that he's sort of said that i'm going to change new japan and stop this shit if house of torture do this thing they all these fake silly tactics don't work all the shenanigans don't work they have to find something else and rather than become the good guys i think they go further into well we're not going to just try to funny ha ha get you we're going to try to hurt you with Kenta mm. coming in, bringing that same level of comedy that he has, but bringing the that real like anarchist, I will hurt. Like we've seen him, like we we saw him versus Tanashi. We know what he will do, and yeah. and that can save, that can prolong his career. Is could have become a bit more of a junk wrestler, you know, like sort of bring that shit in. I feel like that's that could be the story of the next year is LA Dojo versus House of Torture with a, a rebuilt House of Torture that's more violent leading to the ultimate Shibata versus Kenta philosophy match about what is the direction of New Japan, uh, what it should be, as Narita is also taking on something like evil, you know, like that kind of level of, I think that would really work. You have Kushida versus Ishimori or like you could build or Kushida versus show. Like that's a... Because that's, and two, that's what I thought when evil left and became the champ. I thought that's what he was going to become like. This, and I think uh, that they I think they started off a little bit like that and then they it yeah. didn't work. And so they went to the comedy side. But now 
with these losses, it's like the comedy side is not working. It's not working. Like before they could say, well, they're champs, it's working, but it's not working anymore. And when it stops working, they'll start reevaluating. I wouldn't be surprised if Dick Togo gets booted because of his approach and it's he's replaced by a, a more vicious leader that can come in. Um, and Kenta, remember, Kenta was doing a lot of work with that group as part of when they do the Bullet Club stuff. So I feel mm. like that could be a, a real direction that could happen. I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping for something like that. That would, that to me would save this position because at least all of this hard shit that we've had to get through, it led to them basically failing to the extent that they had to transform themselves into, like I said, like a great, like a great bash heel style, like old school Yano, you know, like yeah. where it's the funny guy, but he's also going to rip your skull off, you know, like that kind of dynamic, I think could fit for evil, you know, that kind of, it, it would fit him, and up. I think that could that could probably fit for Show as well because oh, he's yeah. such a he was so in, when he was a singles guy he was so intense you know power the power junior man the guy that was mm. just that that wasn't scared of Shingo the only guy that was like give me your best shot um we've lost that guy and it's sad yeah um so yeah I'm hopeful for that so yeah I'm with you Dave they've been incredibly unimpressive but I'm hopeful that that's actually leading to something this time for the first time because unlike the G ones they've been unimpressive. And they haven't won anything. So that's also yeah. a good sign, you know. And then just rename it Kenta of Torture. Yeah. Yes. House of Kenta. <laughs> yeah, House of Kenta actually has a nice ring to it, to be fair. Like, Doesn't it? Probably, probably, could, probably could work. Um, we, we can workshop it a bit, but I think... Uh, um, okay, so this is interesting, Red, because I'm looking at this. Who needs to lift? This is going to be a very uh, unique approach that I'm going to answer this question with. So here's my working theory. Okay, I've got a working theory. I think that my, I've got no, so we have, I've no inside information. I've no idea about this. But I think that Yoshinobu Kenamaru is now booking the junior division. Okay. He was signed on as a, he was signed on as a producer. His, his new contract was a producer. He was like, because that's why a lot of the Noah guys were getting across and the Noah relationship was stronger. I think he is booking the division and he is, and as a, he, I think he's just started. Because the team that he, him and Doki have not won anything. And I think he's doing the <laughs> classic self-bury to yeah. curry favor with the locker room. Uh, and I am, I just think you need to book yourself a little bit stronger, bud. And in particular, you need to book Doki a little bit stronger because that poor bastard is taking all your falls. Yeah. So I have been a little disappointed with the position of Doki not the performances. I think Doki is doing his best and he's always... Yeah, he's great. Uh, it's just... As much as Mr. Doom thinks I hate him, he's great. <laughs> yeah, it's just because you call him Dookie and I don't think they got the, the, the shit reference. No, I think they did. They didn't get it. It's a, it's a, it's a semantic... Shit drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, are you calling him shit? It's yeah. like them fighting words. Um, But... It's um no, I'm a big uh, I'm a big proponent of Doki. I love the boy, and it's just seeing him in this role. I get it. I think um, if he's taking the Despy route, then then he's being booked the Despy route, where he's the mm. he's the letdown of that team until he's not, you know. And that's kind of what Despy was in that early stage of that team, where Kanemaru is just the you know experienced guy that doesn't really get caught out, whereas Despy would get caught out because he'd get emotional and he'd start to fire up and then get done. And Doki's sort of taken that that dynamic. Um, but in watching it, and just just from an outside observer, I'm like, "Are you booking?" <laughs> like that was my takeaway. It's like I feel like you might be. 
because it's such yeah. an like of all the teams that have got no wins and not stuff like they're the one that makes the least amount of sense for it. It's like I, at least you jag yeah. a couple. Um, so I'm hopeful they'll get a couple of wins for me at back into the tournament. But um, more, it's more it's not so much the the losses that I'm uh, I'm con- it is what it is. It's just it's like it's just been a, dis- a little bit disappointing to see Doki take the falls. But I understand the story that they're telling, and it's cool to see. Um, the the position he's in because it, what it says to me is that he's eventually going to get that despy that elevation through that team that he's going to grow through yeah. that team because you think you forget about Doki he's been around for a long time in the, in you know Mexican Indies but he's still very young so it does give us an opportunity for him to to grow and it also says to me that Despy's probably in for a big push next year because I think Kenamaro and Doki is the team now I don't think Despy and Kenamaro's I don't I think yeah. that might be done so. Um, but yes, so my my needs to lift is Kenamara needs to book uh, himself to win a little bit more if he is booking whatever he's doing, uh, or if he's going to do that, you know, just give the boy a just give the boy a pin somewhere. Just let him get. Just yeah. let him get one. Doki has been getting some good, like shots in matches and yeah, yeah, offense and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I was surprised they hadn't won any. That was the part I was like, oh, that's a bit surprising. And just the where it positions on the card, it's like I don't think Doki deserved to be seen that way. Yeah. And kind of where it positions like Suzuki going as well in mm. that division. Yeah, it it just seems odd, doesn't it? Mm. Considering Despi is perhaps the the leader of it, you know, in terms of the division. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you, Josh. I actually think that uh, what they're doing right now is actually perfect for the storyline and everything involving Doki. Makes sense story wise, uh, yeah. I'm not against it. And I think they've been one of the stronger tag teams of the entire tournament, uh, even though they've lost. Uh, I think their matches have actually been really compelling. And what the story they've actually told inside of the match has been probably one of the most thought out of the entire tournament so far. So, yeah, I'm actually surprised you even said that because, you know, I genuinely believe that uh, they are probably one of the better tag yeah. teams and that's that's the benefit of having a team full of great tag teams like my team's just doing so well that even the worst of my team is competing at a level <laughs> so high. Um, if you're going to take a shot don't miss <laughs> let's see how we do at the end of the season okay? well i'm on top and i have a legitimate team that sucks so yeah. there we go. it's a it's an actual amazing <laughs> trick that you have done yeah. <laughs> it's impressive dave look you know you know what is great though is that the tag team division in both divisions like heavyweight and super junior it's actually fucking interesting for once for like a long time it's yeah. stunning. It's it's actually stunning. Yes, yes, that's a great point. Yeah, it's great. It's fucking great. Tag team wrestling is back in New Japan. Awesome. Yeah. And then we got FTR at fucking Wrestle Kingdom coming up. Like most likely against Aussie. Aussie about Open. Aussie Open that much, and that like you know what I mean? Like no, nah, they've been fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean that, that that actually really sucked for me because like it was really hard. Because I didn't talk about Aussie Open because everyone talks about Aussie Open. No, it's not it's not over yet, Red. There's still time. No, yeah. I know, no, no, no. it's not done. And a lot of these teams are new in terms of like like a lot of the junior teams are new and sort of put together. But you sort of see the potential for what they could become. And like for instance, I've got way too excited. I got far too excited for Bishamon's new theme song. I was like, mm. they came out with matching tights and a theme song. I was like, 
fuck yes, this is tag team wrestling is back. Bishop on is actually, I'm like, and that fucking thing slaps. I'm not, I don't care what anyone says. I'm like, it is on. It is so them. And it's like, out they come. <laughs> and that's to me is like, that's the potential for a lot of these other teams, these junior teams in particular, that they'll actually from this could build that tag team aesthetic. And we could actually mm. have one or two teams out of that division. Mm. that could actually be something solidified going forward. Because as you said, tag team wrestling is back in New Japan. I mean, let's be real. Like tag team has, under Gato, tag team has never really been an area of focus other than a couple of teams that were at the top and were just having, you know, putting on yeah. bangers. Well, there was like a, you know, a lot of guys over there. Like how many times has fucking Taguchi been chant? Fucking yeah. eight times. Or, or like Rapongi 3K versus Young Bucks. I mean, or like... Yeah, <laughs> it's like how many times have we got to And, you know, it was always fucking um god would seem to be the fucking champs all the time and couldn't ever win tag league yeah tag league but, yeah and yeah. so you had this this dynamic of like okay well we're not we're not getting i know people say like they want you know other japanese pro wrestling tag leagues often have the top guys in it as and they just form interesting teams but i like this that because in those tag leagues you know that those guys are never going to really become a team post this thing they're not going to go off and yeah and stay as a thing and the other part about this is there's still established teams like dangerous techers that aren't in the league, you know? Yeah, like, so there, yeah, exactly. there are, there are established teams that are out there that aren't wrestling in this tournament. And so, you know, that the couple of these teams that, that you're seeing that are true, like team DK is an actual tag team. So you're watching them as mm. actual tag teams doing actual tag team things with a matching aesthetic and a whole, that to me is really exciting because we haven't had that in years, honestly, in yeah. years. So I agree. It's, it feels it's a it's a it's a great takeaway. Um, you know, but it, it's like for me personally, like one of my favorite moments of the entire thing was uh during the Great Okan and Hanare match versus LIJ, where the entire start of the match was Naito doing the whole Kenta thing to Great Okan. <laughs> that was hilarious. I was literally laughing my ass off the entire time. Like I, I tell you who wasn't laughing, fucking Kenta. Can you imagine what he was thinking? Yeah, gimmick infringement. <laughs> Loved it so much. Probably not my favorite map so far, but one of my favorite moments the entire tag league. And that's why we watch this stuff. And that's why I'm actually into wrestling. And that's why tournaments are also why I'm into wrestling. And that's why tournaments also at the same time are the best thing about wrestling as well at the same time. Yeah, it's a league. Um, But as we (laughs) as we go to the uh, so that's a perfect segue, Red. As we lead lead into the best match and or story, uh, as we add the and or story caveat for the WeWork Stiff Boys, uh, so most impressive, aka or best match slash story, uh, who would like to go first with their best match and or story? This is kind of like the new guard of, of you know of wrestling because we have FTR and we have Aussie Open. And you can really kind of see where they're building towards within that, like within the two best tag teams in the entire world, in my opinion. And after only just watching Aussie Open a couple of matches in, uh, I'm completely blown away and I believe the hype 100% and I could not be more proud. The fact that these two Aussie boys are leading the way within tag league, but I was even more proud. The fact I'm such a big fan of Naito and Sonata that... Mm. They were, I, you, you know what I mean? Like I had that whole sort of like almost World Cup feel to it where <laughs> I was watching my favorite guys take on guys from my country. So yeah, I, I genuinely felt that and I was rooting 100% for Aussie Open by the end of it. 
I, uh, I would say if they're not already, which they may not be just because of the year that FDR has had and some of the match, matches that they've had, but if they're not already, they're going to be like age wise. And imagine another couple of years in a couple of years, they're going to be the definitive number one tag yeah. team in the world. Yeah. It's, it's clear. And everyone will be like, it'll be a thing. It, I would, I can imagine it being a thing to go to New Japan to wrestle Aussie Open. Yeah, and and I feel like that is the United Empire, like that is yeah. what United Empire is trying to cultivate. Because if you even think about it, and I know it's you know we're not necessarily going to dedicate a lot of time to them, but you look at what Catch Two Two has done. They only met like six months ago. Yeah, and the level of like they're a, they're a junior tag team, a legit junior tag team, the champs. They 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 wrestle, they're cohesive, they've got it sorted. To me, the United Empire feel like the story of them is the the, the faction that you, New Japan's, if New Japan is the king of sports, they are the kingdom. Like they are the, the group mm. that you have to come to test yourself against these guys. They're the ones that hold down the fort. And Osprey has cultivated that position for himself. And it feels like Aussie Open are going to be the tag equivalent of that, where they are the standard bearers for in-ring pro wrestling, tag team pro wrestling. They will they will get to that point. They're they're well on their way. I mean, they're probably in the top three. I mean, they're probably already pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you're right. They will become the definitive number one team. And as I said, I think New Japan, it's, it's behooven upon them to build the division to make sure that they can assert that position. Because it's the first time in a long time that, that New Japan have that kind of thing. I mean, they had the Bucks there. But it was yeah. they were never Bucks never felt like a New Japan team, and that they were a team of. And they were also wrestling the same three or four teams all the yes, time. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um. And but their best stuff was either ROH or PWG, or they were wrestling. You know. So whereas Aussie Open can build this rivalry with FTR, and it looks like FTR, who after that match in Royal Quest said, you know, maybe we beat you tonight, but maybe you are the best team in the world, and was like being sort of sort of gracious i think ftr is looks at aussie open as the team they want to they actually want to pass the torch to i think that is the team mm. they want to yeah, okay. hand over to and so i think the story of this these two makes a lot of sense because i think they look at i think they look at aussie open and they say aussie open can do all of the crazy high spots they want but they wrestle like a traditional you know tag team and that's i think ftr find that incredibly appealing so i do feel like you're right. I think that in time, that's where they will get to. Um, and I think winning Tag League in their first attempt, and in particular beating Naito and Sonata in a final, yeah, um, that that really puts you and that really puts you in a position to be affirm that. And then going to the dome to take on FTR, get in, get in. I feel like maybe. Maybe with the roster the way it is, New Japan is sort of seeing tag league tags as being something potentially that they can use to put guys that are essentially perennial mid carders into tags. You know, like yeah, well, there's a lot of good tag team wrestling around the world going on, and I and I feel like that's they've probably noticed that that's an area where they've been weak, mm -hmm. and so this just feels like a commitment to the division. And um, to to sort of strengthen up that area of the brand because it's popular, and yeah. I think I think uh, teams like FTR 
have you know the Bucks, you know they've all proved, and you know uh, other guys in AEW as well, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy and Penta and fucking Phoenix, like, mm. and then that you got them boys over in ROH. Yeah, you know there's great tags and they're having fucking insane matches. So why not make the commitment to do the same in in New Japan and then run it there? Particularly with partnership, yeah. Particularly with the partnership with AEW, you know, you'll be able to do some cool shit, and we're going to get that at Wrestle Kingdom. So yeah, I think it's and, great. And I think with I think with I sort of said it. I said it in the Discord, and I feel like the commitment is almost like we've we've got Aussie Open, and we sort of see them as like a in a similar way perhaps that they have booked and see osprey as this kind of like we have this this wrestler that we believe is kind of like a bit of a, a bit of like a crown jewel like a bit of a uh a, a spectacular a spectacular trinket that we can send off and showcase and but there's an expectation that comes with that in terms of like well we have to make sure that he's in high profile spots that he's given and so it's like with Aussie open it's like it's, we might have this because I, I really feel like they have I mean, I just I've seen a bit of them in different contexts, especially in our, in uh, in Rev Pro. I've seen a bunch of that, and I've seen. Can they have a bad match at this point? That's kind of the question now. It's like they are so good at wrestling so many different styles. They have just yeah. it's just it's like wow, you guys are adaptable, and <laughs> and I, like I said, the the match they have the velocities in versus say the match they have with Suzuki versus um Archer. Yeah, Archer. So, so yeah. completely different matches, but they're so they're so able to position themselves in a way to um to always get over even though that like even though like and yeah young fletcher's getting the shit kicked out of me and he's just doing the best job ever I, he bumped for suzuki better than i've seen like he was he made that over yeah. the rope yeah yeah um, yeah um, um, thing. Yeah. yeah he made that look like he was getting his arm dislocated it was incredibly yeah. like and i was like this guy gets it um so i've been yeah, he's um very good at at being in that match, I noticed more than I had in any other match. Very good at being um, vulnerable, but but sticking up for himself. Or that's an uh, yeah, that's interesting. Like, it, like again, because like you know, Suzuki's fucking does, doing his thing, and you know, he's he's bringing it on, you know, chopping the fuck out of him. Yeah. But he, but he stood up to him, mm-hmm. like he, and he's kind of like he's the mouthpiece too. So he's sort of a bit more of the arrogant one, and Davis is like the bruiser and the muscle, and almost like the the protector. Yeah, and that stuff that he was doing with Archer, that was a really great match. I really yeah. liked that. Uh, but every match they're having, Dave, everything they're doing, but has been. I think. Um, do you want to take a guess at how old Fletcher is? God, fuck, is he 24? 23. Yeah, he doesn't look old. No. Nah. He's a, yeah, he's got he's a, baby a baby face. He's a baby. Yeah. He's but very good. He's very good at 23. He's so fucking... it's like, yeah. Yeah. And so... he's only, and he's starting to feel out too and get a bit more shredded. And yeah. you're like, oh, he doesn't, not, doesn't look like just a skinny dude anymore. No. Nah. So what I'm saying is, I think that because they have this team, I feel like it's almost they've learned from past positions like we have this team that we can showcase to the world we believe that they could be i let's honestly build a think division gonna, around it yeah let's build a division around them that's kind of what i feel like it's 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 moving towards we need teams to be able to 
to be positioned that at their level so that they can continue to seem what as good as they are and also to convince them to quite frankly to stay to stick around to, stay, yeah. to stick around um, well yeah i mean you've got someone like that it's like you know the beauty of having osprey right you got a guy like that and he can he's got this long list of guys you can have insane matches and stories with yeah i mean you got to do you got to do the same with guys like that tag team division now that you've got aussie open you got to give them the list yeah <laughs> and then watching watching the juniors i'm like why do i see aussie open wrestlers because they were so good like everyone keeps telling me about how great they were with the velocities and they're only little dudes mm. i want to see the junior tag matches mm. against the junior tag teams against uh aussie open as well yeah yeah, they can do they can do it all, man. I think Dunkzilla is great. I think he's awesome. Same. But I see Fletcher. I think this kid's this is like is this Osprey too? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. Got- I mean, if if Fletcher isn't yet or doesn't become the maybe the unspoken leader of that team, then I would be very very surprised because he's already he already feels like that. What is he? Twenty? What do you say? Twenty three. Oh my Yeah, but another a great endorsement for I think Robbie was training him at fifteen. Yeah. Well, so, okay. Like this this kid is this kid's a phenom. So there's some content for you, Red. Go and do a training session with Robbie. <laughs> he can he can turn you in eight years. You can go from yeah. from just some kid to fucking main eventing Corican. Uh, whatever happens to your team, Red, you've got Aussie Open. That is a joy. Oh yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, you know, I, I love my team. They're good. Uh look, uh, story-wise, I don't think there's a great deal within my team to sort of talk about just yet. I've got a little couple of little things, but I might save for a couple of weeks from now, as it all uh, for a week as it unfolds. But uh, yeah, uh, I've loved all the junior stuff. But as the Aussie Open, Lance Archer and Suzuki match, there's just other stuff other than wrestling that's in there that I always am drawn to. Yeah. And so what have you thought of Lance Archer and Suzuki, given that we just had a good chat about Aussie Open and obviously there's a opportunity there in the context of that match um, as the dynamic? How have you found the dynamic? Because I found it kind of, I found it kind of interesting the the way that that pair works because of obviously, obviously Suzuki's role and, an archer as this i mean is it not frustrating it's like do you not just think what's like just stay yeah just just stay like yeah what what like <laughs> i'm just always like why why he just, he's having a good time yeah uh and look who knows how much longer suzuki's going but i think suzuki if he's going to have a tag partner uh, or extend his career a bit. Why not stay in the tag with Lance Archer and let him do a bulk of the work, and you can come out and just slap dudes. Yeah, like that's a good way to keep going for <laughs> five, ten years. Um, I, I mean, I, I like that team. Um, it's just such like an odd dynamic. dynamic. Of, yeah. It is such an odd dynamic. They don't. Again, <laughs> that's what's been great about this tag league is this. Just so many teams that sort of don't look like they fit together. Yeah, I just want Archer to stay. It's odd couples everywhere because Archer's playing the big bruising brute thing, but 
but then Suzuki's like, I'll one up that with just sheer like I have a brutality that you can't even reach. And it's just a I just think it's lovely. I think it's a great oh, and I like I like that. It's like let's bring out the worst in each other. You know? Yeah, that's what it feels like. <laughs> it feels like both are terrible influences on the other. And it's like who can beat up the young boys the most on the way to the ring? You know, like it's just Yeah. I love that that's back too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just be up. Yeah. Do your thing. Enjoy yourself. You might not wrestle for the rest of the year, so you might as well. Exactly. Get as many hits in as you can. But I've got a conspiracy yeah. book for you there somewhere. I reckon at one point Vegeta's gonna swing back. Oh, let's hope so. That is my that is my hot take. He hits him and Suzuki Gun. And I reckon those boys, it's like, hang on, Zach loves me, but you fuckers, like what's going on? What I, I don't know where I stand with this with this faction. Suzuki's gonna throw one. I think he's gonna fucking duck and fucking liver punch him. I was just waiting for Vegeta to just break out. That's my keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on Vegeta. Because Vegeta, just as a as a side note, Vegeta is a terrific young boy uh support. Like if you watch, just keep an eye out, fans, listeners out there watching Robbie Eagles matches. Vegeta has caught him like three times when he goes for yeah. that. That it's like Vegeta's like the fucking he's the he's the keeper. He's just waiting for him to get there and he just makes sure that Robbie's safe every time. He is such a good boy, isn't he? He's just the best. Yeah. Vegeta I've is, noticed too, he always seems to be like the first one into the ring to put the pads back on and he's, he's just, the best. He's fucking loving it. He just yeah. he's just he's just the bestest. He's the youngest. Um and he's just I just think he's just I just think he's neat. I just think he's neat. So I'm a fan of this young boy class in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. 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 How good was how good was uh Oscar and Nakashima are doing their um uh, Boston crabs while they're looking in each other's eyes? Like <laughs> loving like I fucking love Oscar. He's got massive Nathan Jones vibes. Oh, he is going to be yeah, with, with like a million times more talent. But, um <laughs> he's going to be fucking enormous. Yeah, he's a baby. And he's already a monster. He's gonna be fucking enormous. Can you imagine if he goes to LA for a bit with Shibata? He might, yeah. come, he might come out looking like Nathan Jones. Like it, like it, it will be insane. Yeah. yeah, but can work. I'm I'm already a fan of his. Like he he I saw him like through the day and I was just like, holy crap, who is this guy? Dude, tell me Triple H doesn't yeah. have fucking eyes on that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. He has he has eyes on all the young boys. Let's be real. He wants his hands on all of but, them. Yeah, but like a big European-looking dude that's gonna, coming up through the young boy system that's big and mobile and like, you know, it's like fucking throw him in with fucking Walter, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Do we have another Walter situation? Do we have a Walter here, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like New Japan, man, if anyone's down on like people that have been down, if you look at this, like people have been saying, oh, you know, they're getting older. It's like, have you seen the class that is coming through? Because it yeah. is stacked. And wait until they bring out Oleg. Holy, <laughs> Holy shit. shit. No one is safe when fucking Oleg turns up. Yeah. I don't even think you can yeah. have him bother. You can't have Oleg out there at the moment with because he's not going to sell for Suzuki. He's just going to. Well, like, how are they communicating with him if he's speaking Kazakhstan? He's going to be I learning don't, Japanese. I, don't, I think he's been he's been in Japan for a long time. He's he was in Team Nagata, the shoot because Nagata had his own wrestling team, like an actual shoot oh, wrestling okay. team, and that's where yep. he's been training under in Japan oh, under Nagata. So, he's to speak so he's, he can yeah he's been there for years as a shooter. So like, um, I mean. Seriously, like when it's he's a he was a world 
like he finished eighth in the world or whatever in Greco Rome, and yeah, it's like, yeah. and it's like, and it looks oh, like what a disappointment. Shrek. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he he yeah he's like if you put like um if if Tomohiro Ishii jumped on one of those mushrooms from like uh, fucking Mario and just like went up because he's got the exact same like <laughs> neck build. Yeah, Oleg right. is going to be yeah. something special. Cannot wait for that. Cannot wait for that boy. That's he's not going to be a young boy. He's a young man. He's never, <laughs> yes. yes, sir. Yes, yes, Oleg. Uh, the shooter yeah. when he arrives. Good God. Um, okay, so it's on to me to round this out. So I, I actually have been really um, impressed. Again, Super Junior. I have, I have a lot of Super Junior teams, so I've been really fortunate in having a lot of bangers. But nothing really captivated. I've got a, a combo of story and match. And its match is great. And then I think the story from the match has been really interesting. Um, and it is the story of the flying tigers and chaos. So I've been really curious. Now, obviously, Robbie had tweeted out that it was just a joke, just a joke about the the fact that Leo was getting the hype from being the chaos representative in the juniors and all that sort of stuff. Obviously when Robbie was on our show also noted that he thought he'd be tagging with yo, but that mm. didn't happen. Um, instead he's going back to just a little, it's just a little interesting, isn't it? And then we sort of saw as we go along now, for me, the match is there's there's a couple of matches that they had. Obviously, their first match was I thought was really great. The uh, Flying Tigers versus House of Torture. I think that's the best House of Torture match that there has been on the on the tour. And mm, I, I felt that um, yeah, and Robbie was sort of dominant in that. He was overcoming all the odds. He had to literally fend for himself in a lot of respects. He had to fucking. He's catching the spanner. He's doing whilst in, I think he's in a Ron Miller at the time. He's like doing a bunch of shit. And that's kind of been the story is that when Robbie's in control, everything's safe, everything's fine. It's all good. The match is, is, is solid. When Tiger Mask comes in, that's where we start to struggle a bit. The, he's getting a bit older and he's not able to sort of do that. That's the story they're telling. Now, granted, now here's the thing. Shoot wise, Tiger Mask looks great. He looks fucking great. Mm. And he has been putting in a shift. But he's the one taking the falls every time. And it's always, every time he takes a fall, Robbie comes in and asks the question to the ref, you know, is that, was that three? He's asking him thing like, oh shit, we lost again. And it's always like, ah, oh, fuck. I just, you know, he can't, he just can't help that Tiger Mask just isn't that, isn't where he was last year. And that's the fact of getting older. Meanwhile, Yo is having that run of, and Leo is having that, that on the upwards. And so when they wrestle each other, again, the same thing happens where Robbie's gets knocked to the outside and Tiger Mask takes the fall. Robbie comes in again asking, like, oh shit. And it's been a that team has not been as successful as perhaps people would have thought they were going to be, considering their relative experience compared to everybody else. So yeah. I Robbie's not the type of character that necessarily is going to show dissension in the sense that he's going to turn on Tiger Mask in that sense. But it feels like there's a little bit of I where do I fit in this chaos unit? Where what is chaos? And what has happened and why am I not considered at that with those guys? And we saw it in when he went up after the loss, obviously, because Tiger Mask is like Contai. So that's a weird dynamic to begin with. That's that weird thing. You talked about the delineation, Dave. I think we're heading towards clearer boundaries for factions. I think that's where we're heading towards, tighter 
units. And because mm-hmm. the units that are coming in are very tight, like the LA Dojo, TMDK, United Empire, all the new ones are very, def- we all know yeah, who yeah. they are. And this one feels like with with Leo, when he went up after that match to go and have a conversation with him, Yo's like fucking messing around. Like he's like doing fucking, he was doing fucking finger guns, you know, like it was like, and Robbie's like trying to say like, we're chaos, all right? Like this is all... And it didn't feel at all like there was on the same page. And yeah. I think that there's a story at play here. I feel like there's something at play. If Robbie misses out on Wrestle Kingdom because of the teaming of this, and let's say Leo does make it to Wrestle Kingdom, then I feel like there is a there, there's your story. The story is there. And and another side point, Robbie Eagles versus Leo Rush, when that was in the ring, that's that to me is like do, just do that. Let's book, let's mm. book that. Make that a thing because that is a perfect way of Robbie's style of bringing people down like that that sniper disguise that take your legs, take slow you down, methodical versus a guy who is so quick. That dynamic worked. Just they were great together. So I think that I want to see them together in, as, a, as a sort of a rival. And I think the best way to do that is this idea of, You've come into chaos because that's the thing. Like, there's another junior in chaos. Like, chaos is going to keep getting juniors, and you're going to come in and take. We, like I said, we heard on our show. It's, I don't think Robbie said it by accident. Like, I thought I was going to team with Yo, but he he found another partner. Like, am I really in chaos? And then he tweeted out the one thing, and then every the whole internet blew up as people were saying, like, like are you, I was kidding. Yeah, I was yeah. kidding. I was kidding. I was just kidding. Don't take it seriously. But it's like. But people thought you weren't. And if people thought you weren't kidding, it means that they smell something's up. They feel like something's a little off. And maybe it is. So it's a story that I'm keen to follow throughout is how the Flying Tigers go because I've enjoyed their matches. They're great. Robbie's been at, he's been what he is, always solid. And Tiger Mask has brought his boots. I was like, good shit, son. Um, But I I think the story is that, that the frustration Robbie will get is Tiger Mask is just not at the level that Robbie is. And mm. I think that that is kind of the the running bit that um, eventually he'll have to say the tiger mask. Come on, man! Either you know, it's maybe it's time for me to find a new partner, and maybe that's a story that goes. It might not be turning; it might just be finding a new guy. But something is coming from it. It feels like. Does the tiger mask gimmick stay alive? Does that get passed on? I mean, it, ha- it, it, it has traditionally. Yeah. What is he now? Is that the fifth? Is uh, he the fifth? Fourth, fifth? Fourth or fifth? Yeah. Like, and it's uh, like Masao was Tiger Mask at one point. You know who'd make an amazing Tiger Mask, but I don't know if they'd ever do it, but I, I don't think they would do it, but it would be amazing. Yuya. I was about to say Yuya. I thought that Yuya might be Yuya as Tiger Mask would be unfucking real. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, imagine that story. Imagine the story is like, I mean, how old is Tiger Mask? He's got to be fucking pushing 60, doesn't he? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how old he is. He, he looks great. I, he fucking looks great. I think he's in his 50s. He's come back from near death. He looks amazing. Maybe. Maybe. I would be, I would be cool. I would be into that if they passed on that gimmick to someone mm. like you, you would be the perfect fit. Mm. Yeah. Could Holy you imagine? Shit. Holy shit. Could you imagine you, yeah, 
You want to revitalize that gimmick? Holy shit. It'd be like, not like this there's is... a fucking cartoon about that. That there's a tiger mask cartoon. Like that's a big thing in Japan. He'd be the best. Like not to, not to, but like I have incredibly high hopes for Yuya. It'd be like Masawa taking it. Yeah. Book it, damn it. Fuck yeah, book it. <laughs> and then Robbie and Tiger Mask. <laughs> Robbie and oh, fuck it, L. Get With out. Yuya. You want to you want to pick a team that was particularly booked just for Josh's sensibilities? That would be it. Robbie and yeah, fucking yeah. Yuya. Uh, that would be just oh my god. It the would new be Tiger mask. pretty cool to see how they pass on the mask tradition. Like that would yeah, actually. That's what I mean. Cool. It would be cool, wouldn't it? I mean, Kota Ibushi was Tiger Mask. <laughs> Remember, Ooh. like he he worked as tight. They're he, gonna he put did. it on someone good then. But he did. They? He did. Like he Tiger. He was Tiger Mask. Um, Tiger Mask W. When he came back the first time, when Tiger Mask wasn't there, they had another Tiger Mask, and it was Coda. He's he wrestled as Tiger Mask, so they have done it in the past. Give it to you, yeah. and yeah. yeah, give it to you. Yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, as soon as, but honestly, I'm just saying visually, Robbie, saying aesthetic. Is that what's happening? <laughs> but but I, but it would look like it would literally look like the original Tiger Mask. Yuya would look like yeah. It. It'd be Robbie, 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 Yuya, 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 yeah. <laughs> Robbie, Yuya, Robbie, Yuya, <laughs> Robbie, 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 Yuya, Yuya, Yuya. Let's do it. So obviously the famous is Satoya Sayama, Tiger Mask One, um, then Masawa, uh, then Kenamoto. So currently, currently we're on Tiger Mask number four, but there has been there has been eight oh, that- Tiger Masks. They'll keep it going. Yeah. New Japan likes their tradition. Imagine that. That's juicy. That'd be cool. Bring back, because Yuya's not back yet. He's not back in New Japan proper. Yuya actually, Yuya's currently doing a gimmick where he's pretending like New Japan won't book him and he's working for Impact. And it's set, yeah. (laughs) So he comes in as Tiger Mask. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So... That's the thing. Like he can't get in. He's like you. You is like they won't. They won't take me. So it's like, yeah. I mean, look. This is not the story I was going for, but I mean, this year all time greatest lap ever ran. If this fucking happens, <laughs> <laughs> what a lap of victory! <laughs> We're going around the Tokyo Dome twice uh, with yeah. Robbie next to us. We're all running with Robbie and around the Tokyo. P.S. Dome. That fucking Tiger Mask jacket that he was wearing the other day. How cool is that? Yeah, wear the shit out of that thing. Yeah, that's like Tiger Mask is great. That shit was fucking awesome. I love Tiger Mask. He's got new gear. He's yeah, he's fully like dressed up with his velvet tiger pants. Yeah, young single mother from Penrith <laughs> aesthetic. Like uh, it's got it's like that those pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are they are an odd they're an odd dynamic. But he is a cool he's a cool old boy. He just looked like the local guy at the bolo, and I just think he's great. But as I said, I feel like the story is that Robbie is going to that Tiger Mask is at the end of his run of being the guy that he once was, and Robbie because of Robbie's elevation. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. Tiger has Tiger Mask has one of the great, one of the truly great entrance songs that everyone loves to sing. You know, go go yeah. Tiger, and they don't play it because it's Robbie's team and Robbie's yeah. the guy, and that's the evolution of Robbie. He's moved up. And they don't play your song when you lose. So Tiger's never going to hear it because he ain't going to, when they do win, they play Robbie's song again because he's the one getting the pins. It's, 
it's clear that there's a there's a movement happening. So if Tiger Mask drops, maybe there is a, maybe they're opening the door up for Tiger Mask to need to pass the torch. And who's the guy to take it? There's there's only one other guy out on excursion. Put it on suit. <laughs> Holy shit, he'd fucking love it. He'd fucking love it, wouldn't he? Giant tiger mask. <laughs> Doing topes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If Zane's a junior heavyweight, suit. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So no, so that's um something to keep an eye on. Just that's I said. You just said stories unfold, Dave. That's the story that I'm watching. Just I like that story. Yeah, just watching that as it goes along, um, quite closely because they're my number one pick and they're one of my sort of less performing teams. But I think that they've got the juicy story potentially, and I just like that every, it feels like a lot of the teams have juicy stories attached to them, which is, again, is so untagly. Yeah. 